You are listening to African Perspectives with host Brother Oshi on Time for an Awakening Media, part of the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasting or live program scheduling, hit them up at timeforanawakening at gmail.com. You better take 
listening to African Perspectives, where we view the issues of our day from an African worldview and African-centered perspective. This program is unapologetically African. It is a custom in the African tradition to ask elders for permission to speak, having been granted permission to our ancestors whose shoulders we stand on, to our elders whose shadows we walk in. I greet you, my dear brothers and sisters. In the language of one of the greatest civilizations on this planet, it gave the world the basic disciplines of knowledge of science, math, architecture, music, writing, law, religion, you name it, we did it. The Greeks called it Egypt, but they called themselves Kemet, and Kemet means land of the blacks. I greet you all in the Kemetic language, the word of peace, Hotep. It is truly an honor and a privilege to pour libation because we truly do stand on the shoulders of those who came before us. We're going to use water because water has no enemies. Water is the great cleanser, the great purifier. Everything on the planet that lives, it needs water from a tiny microscopic organism to a tall redwood tree. We pour water into the earth to invoke the spirits of our ancestors, and we say the word ashe. It simply means, so be it. So we pour this libation to God for all that God has done, and for all that God will do. We sashay. We pour this libation to Mother Africa, birthplace of all humanity, everyone who has lived, everyone who will live in the future. We all have a common ancestral root in Africa. We pour this libation to the classical civilizations of Africa. I mentioned Kemet in the opening. Kemet was the height, the apex, the zenith of African high culture. But there were others as well, as Timeri, Punt, and Nubia. So we poured us libation to the classical civilizations of Africa. We say, Ashe. 
report its libation to the contemporary civilizations of Africa, of Ghana, Mali, Zangai, Benin, Great Zimbabwe, civilizations that were flourishing and growing while Europe was in a medieval or dark age. The University of Sankare at Timbuktu, an outstanding educational institution. So he poured us libation to the contemporary civilizations of Africa. We say, Ashe? We poured us libation to the Ma'afa, the holocaust of our enslavement, the Infakani, the great tragedy, uprooted out of Africa. Our brothers and sisters lay a carpet along the Atlantic Ocean. We're in North America, South America, Central America, and throughout the diaspora. So he poured us libation to our brothers and sisters who suffered the Ma'afa, the Infakani, the Holocaust of our enslavement, the great tragedy. He poured us libation in their honor and in their memory. We do not know their names, but because of them and their sacrifice, we are here. So we sashay. We poured us libation to those who fought against enslavement. If you ever heard me do a libation, you will know that we were not slaves. I repeat, we were not slaves. We were captives. What does a captive want to do? Get free. So we poured us libation to all those men and women who fought against enslavement. In fact, I maintain that some of us are more of a slave today than we were in our initial captivity because some of us are a slave to vice, to corruption, to drugs, sex, and violence. So we poured us libation to those who fought against enslavement. Gabriel Prosser, Nat Turner, Denmark Vesey, Harriet Tutman. We always resisted, and we will always resist. So we poured us libation in the name and the honor of those men and women who fought against our captivity. We poured us libation to those unborn, those young men and women who will once again lead us back on the stage of human history as a free and proud and productive people. We sashay. We poured us libation to brotherhood and sisterhood together for the union of family. We need each other. We don't have good family life. There's a saying, conditions shape conduct and consciousness. The conditions in our community are bad. The conduct towards each other is not good. Because why? We lack consciousness. And consciousness is more than just awareness. Consciousness is a deeper understanding of who you are historically, who you are culturally. So once we begin to understand the importance of brotherhood and sisterhood together for the union of family. Brothers and sisters, let us all say, Ashe, Ashe. You are listening to Time for an Awakening Media, part of the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasts or live programming, hit them up at timeforanawakening.com. Good morning, African world. You are listening to African Perspectives here on the Motherland Media Network on timeforanawakening.com and blacktalkradionetwork.com. And I am your host, Baba Oshi, Hotep family. Hope everything is well for you today. Hope you had a great weekend. Hope you had a chance to do all the things that you want to do, should do, must do, can do, and will do. Hoping, too, the weather was accommodating for you to do it. But, of course, if it wasn't and it had to get done, it should get done, it better get done, it must be done, you got it done. That's right. You got it done. 
sweated it out <laughs> or or you were drenched depending upon where you are. How about that hurricane in California, huh? Southern California at that. Man. We haven't had a hurricane and weather like that in nine, almost 90 years. Man. Tell you, and then it's going to be hot here. It's going to be hot Atlanta for the next six days. Two or three of those days, supposedly, the temperature itself will be over 100. You know, um, for many days, it's been the heat index has been over 100, 110 or so. The heat index, so I don't know. Just got to deal with it, family, whatever whatever way you can. And if it means you got to stay indoors because you, you can't deal with that heat, then that's what you do. You stay alive. Yeah. Yeah. I remember when I was firefighting, you know, no matter how hot it is, put on that coat and boots, that helmet, that hood, them gloves, and you name it, and go in there and do your job. Whew. Yeah. For the days, I tell you. You're listening to African Perspectives. We're here every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m., 10 to 12 Central, 9 to 11 Mountain, or 8 to 10 Pacific, any other time around the world. But if you cannot listen to this program live, you can always go to our archives at timeforanawakening.com. Top of the page, you'll see podcasts. Click on that. The drop down, you'll see African Perspectives. Click on that, and there'll be programs that are dated and titled. Thanks to my good brother and friend, Brother Kwaku. Also, too, family, you can listen to the program, or there's other ways you can get the programming um, through uh, just going to typhoonawakening.com, putting at the top of the page, you know, podcast, or putting in the search, babaoshi.net, B-A-B-A-O-S-H-I.net, babaoshi.net. Once again, there'll be programs that are dated in title. Also, too, instead of going to tune in, you can go right to timeforanawakening.com. Timeforanawakening. At the right of the page is the link. Put um, the program is there. You know, p- press play, and you're listening to this program right now. Right now, you're listening to the program right now. Okay, and that way you don't have to deal with those commercial interruptions by tuning. <laughs> yeah. So. Other program we have here on Time for an Awakening. Wish we had more. But it is what it is. This program every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And Time for an Awakening with Brother Elliot and Brother Richard. Fridays at 8 p.m. and Sunday at 7 p.m. Time for an Awakening with Brother Elliot and Brother Richard. And of course, the number to call is 215-490-9832. 215-490-9832. We buy black. The largest online marketplace for American African-owned businesses is WeBuyBlack.com. Get everything you need from American African-owned businesses, WeBuyBlack.com. Africa for the Africans. Africa for the Africans. Brother Bomani Tahim is getting ready to take a group of our people back across the sea, the ocean, to the motherland. This time, it's going to be November 16th through the 27th, Tanzania. November 16th through the 27th, Tanzania. 
Then, December 24th to January 4th, 2024, Azenia. March 29th to April 9th, 2024, Liberia. July 11th to July 23rd, 2024, Ghana. November 21st to December 2nd, 2024, Kemet. April 1st to April 11th, 2025, Senegal and Gambia. And possibly more trips will be added to that list. Uh, Brother Mamani does that because that, that's what he does. But of course, if you go to the website Africa for the Africans.org, everything you need, I mean, everything you need is there for you to take a trip of a lifetime, even if you don't go with Brother Bomani. And I know when I went back in 2019, all the information that I needed was right there on the website. All the paper that I had downloaded to fill out and so forth for visas and shots and so forth. Everything is right there. Okay? Africa for the Africans dot org. Habashaw. Habashaw Incorporated. Habashaw stands for Helping Africa by Establishing Schools at Home and Abroad. And of course, they have a Kashi project that has been unveiled last year in October in Ghana. And, uh, Go to HabashanCorporate.org and see the pictures. See for yourself the great work that they're doing here at home with the Kashi Project. Abishaw Works, excuse me, the Kashi Project's in Africa. And God, I apologize. Here at home with Habashaw Works, Black to Our Roots, Sustainable Seeds, Golden Growers, and Urban Green Jobs, the many things that they do here. HabashawIncorporated.org. The LEDGE Group, LEDGE, stands for Land for the Environmental Development of Group Economics. They deal in the four areas of human importance, of human existence, of human necessity, of human essence, and that is food, water, clothing, and shelter. They have 12 projects in six different countries, over 170 employed, and over 260 members. Brothers and sisters, the LEDGE Group, Land for the Environmental Development for Group Economics. Abibi Atumi. Abibi Atumi. A B I B I T U M I. Abibi Atumi.com. Brothers and sisters, Abibi Atumi.com is doing just great work. Great work on the continent and throughout the diaspora. The, the website is outstanding. It's been working really good. Um, they have a number of things that they're doing. Yeah. The land of African people. That's right. Just a lot of good stuff. Repatriation to Ghana, Sankofa. Man, discover how ABB Movement can help you restore Ma'at. Language programs, t shirts for sale. Man, right on BB to me. And the website has been working really good. Transforming digital ideas to physical realities. BB to me is transforming digital ideas into uncolonizable physical realities by focusing on tangible manifestations of ideas that reset co- reset colonization, emphasize self-sufficiency, encourage cultural empowerment, and preserve the indigenous knowledge. Yeah. Yes, sir. Bibi Atumi family. Bibiatumi.com. A-B-I-B-I-T-U-M-I. Bibiatumi.com. Smile Pharmacy. 
S-M-A-I-F-A-R-M-A-C-Y.com. Fine. It's my pharmacy. Bro, contact Brother Jabril if you want to contact me by phone. Dial 770-765-7751. That's 770-765-7751. Contact him by email. Smypharmacy at gmail.com. S-M-A-I-F-A-R-M-A-C-Y at gmail.com. The Moses West Foundation family. The Moses West Foundation doing great work globally. Doing great work globally. Wherever there's a water crisis. Listen, family. Wherever there's a water crisis, if the Moses West Foundation is able to get there with a AWG, atmospheric water generating technology that he has, that machine, That machine, even though it's dry all around, there's moisture in the air. They take the moisture out of the air, extract anything that is not H2O, and then purify, go through all kinds of processes of the H2O molecule, which is water. Turn on the tap, out comes drinking usable water a fact and it could be that way any and everywhere so yeah (laughs) the Moses West Foundation brothers and sisters go to MosesWestFoundation.org and make your contribution that's what's necessary he's not looking for investors he's looking for he's looking for people to give freely. It's not about I'm going to invest. No. It's not commodified. Water should never be commodified. Monetized, excuse me. should never be monetized. It is a, com- it is a commodity. But water should never be monetized. Water is essential to human life. So Sustainability, the Moses West Foundation's innovative approach to sustainable water generation through the atmospheric water generation technology has been recognized by the United States and United Nations to support SDG actions. And that's initiatives aligned with the UN's SDGs for a brighter, more sustainable future. For more than 11 years, our visionary leader, Moses West, has been dedicated to creating, improving, and enhancing the atmospheric water generators. These generators come in a variety of sizes, ranging from rapid de- deployment units to, facili- to facilities as large as a stadium. And you can be customized to meet any need. Our ultimate objective, however, is to propel the world forward by making safe, clean drinking water accessible to all. Ashe. Ah, okay. Wadada's Healthy Market and Juice Bar. I saw my sister. What was it? Wadada's, uh, what was that? Saturday, right? Yeah, I saw, saw her Saturday. Yeah, at the um, High Museum. But she was there for another function. But, uh, yeah. Wadada's Healthy Market and Juice Bar located in the West End, right on Ralph David Afton Avenue. Right on Ralph David Abernathy, located right across the street from the Shrine Madonna. 
Boy. Located across the street from Soul Vegetarian. Up the street of the Shrine of the Black Madonna. Yeah. Saw Brother Ovatunji at the uh, uh, Marcus Garvey at the Shrine of the Black Madonna. And the educational program that they've always had at the Shrine is now it's um, Zoom. It's on Zoom. Get that information and report it to you because it's excellent. Excellent educational program. I enjoy going to the sessions on on Saturday. It'll be once again on Saturday, but it's on Zoom. But with Daughters Healthy Market and Juice Bar located on Ralph David Abernathy's delicious fruit drinks, health drinks, smoothies, and so forth, vegan meals on Saturday and Sunday. I mean, with Daughters dry goods for beans and all kinds of stuff like that. With Daughters Healthy Market and Juice Bar located on the West End. Medu Bookstore in the Greenbrier Mall, Mama Nia. Love Mama Nia. Medu Bookstore in the Greenbrier Mall. Uh, her brother, Dr. Heru, is giving her much love. And that's where I met Dr. Heru at, and we kind of uh, clicked there. And, uh, you know, he's the one that did, he's the one that had the presentation at the High Museum. I'm going to go over that in a minute. But let me finish making these announcements. For the Medu Bookstore in the Greenbrier Mall, and contact my sister. She has books, postcards, greeting cards, gift certificates, T-shirts, figurines, so much more. Give her a call at 404-346-3263. That's 404-346-3263. The Medu Bookstore in the Greenbrier Mall. The other bookstore that we promote is the Black Dot Cultural Center and Bookstore in Lithonia. That is east of Atlanta. Get on I-20, Interstate 20. Go east. Exit 74, make a left. Now you're traveling north and about a mile or so. On the left will be the Black Dot Cultural Center and Bookstore and Coffee Bar, serving delicious Cameroon boyo and other delicious coffees from Africa, the Caribbean, and so forth. And uh, my good brother, Kazim Diajamu, has all kinds of stuff. I mean, he, he's utilized that space tremendously. The Black Dot Cultural Center and Bookstore and Coffee Bar. Give him a call at 770-305-6373. Brothers and sisters, there is light in the black dot. Jump back in your car, head back the other way. Now you're going south. And then you make a left back on I-20 going east. The next exit is exit 75. Take that exit, Turner Hill Road. Make a right and three lights make another right. And on the left will be the new Black Wall Street Market. The new Black Wall Street Market. Yep. Us lifting us to economic development cooperative for our people. The Thursday night broadcast every Thursday night from 9 o'clock to 10 o'clock Eastern Time. 9 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Us lifting us. Uh, you can listen by going to blogtalkradio.com forward slash ULU, blogtalkradio.com forward slash ULU. Or you can dial 929-477-2789. That's 929-477-2789. Us, lifting us to the economic development cooperative for our people in the spirit of Ujamaa. Brother... Abijah with Homeland Village and Cultural Gift Shop not open on Mondays, open Tuesday 
through Sunday, 11 a.m. to 8 p.m., 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. in Macon, Georgia, 2910 Napier Avenue in Macon, Georgia. Give them a call at 478-256-1166. That's 478-256-1166. Homeland Village and Cultural Gift Shop in Macon, Georgia. Yes, sir. Sun Goddess Sense, your one-stop natural shop located 4140 Jonesboro Road in Forest Park, Georgia, inside the International Discount Mall, booth 225. Give my sister Shelly Amon said she was looking really good this weekend. Saw her a couple times. Um, give her a call at 404-434-7963, 404-434-7963. And her man, Brother Ken Wardle, love them. I love them, y'all. So give them a call, and hopefully, you know, they got stuff for your beard, groom your beard, and all kinds of good stuff, man. Sanjay Dash Haiti, Sister Gabriella really has been doing outstanding work in the northeastern portion of the island of Haiti. Give her a call. Give her a call. No, go to her website and contact her at Sanjay, S-O-N-J-E-Dash-A-E-T-A-Y-I-T-I.org. Sanjay-A-E-T.org. Speaking of, San- of Haiti, I saw... Mama Baino at the um, Marcus Garvey. It was great to see Mama Baino. Baino Bello. Man, beautiful woman. And I, I don't know if you ever checked out Mama Baino, but hey, you can go to um, um, YouTube. That's right, YouTube. There's YouTube again. You can go to YouTube and uh, put in Mama Baino and the presentation she's made. I mean, fire, brother. I'm seriously, I mean, fire, you know. Baba Baruti and Mama India have unfortunate information. Baba Baruti will not be with us this Friday, the 25th. And, um, you know, I've been looking to that for months when we made the date you know I always look forward to having conversation with Papa Mwani Baruti who I feel and is the one who has the most sincere in terms of Pan-Africanism in terms of putting his life and his wife and his children and our children and our people as a model Papa Mwani Baruti speaks I mean, forceful and eloquently on the issues of Pan-Africanism and African liberation. He is the model. And so, unfortunately, we won't be, um, won't have him. But we'll we'll schedule another date. Of course, you know we will, and uh, we'll make that happen. Yep. And so, it won't be this Friday. Apologize, family. Uh, also, to African Warriors Day, Saturday. September 16th, mark your calendar, Saturday the 16th. You know, in previous years, Baba Baruti and Mama uh, Inia, you know, they celebrated the Men's Day in September, and Inia celebrated the Sisters' Day in December. Well, this year and going forward, they will be combined in the September date. The September date, the 16th of September. African Warriors Day, sisters and brothers, the men and the women, the 16th. 
this year and going forward, we'll combine these kind of celebrations into one joint celebration for us all in September, and we hope to see you there. Abibi for Horie. Abibi for Horie, family. Ashe. Abibi for Horie. Okay. Also, two brothers, uh, you know, you, the, the, the Baroudis, um, the school has started. Um, the school starts here in, uh, so the online school, the African-centered online school, homeschool tutorial program has started, and it's grades 4th to 12th, and uh, it says Zoom. So contact the Baroudis at 404 7537237754047537237 email ya y a a b a r u t i at yahoo ya baruti at yahoo all right all right okay okay family the inya system of daily revolutionary thought. The Inyasasim. Of daily revolutionary thought. Get my glasses on here. Wow, this is deep, y'all. Um, the This day, August 20th, is the Irritated Genius. Hey, yo. Um, Kamathi. Well, the Ayo Kamathi is the irritated genie. He's the brother that when I was in Baltimore at the uh, State of the Black World, he was being attacked and I defended my brother. I always will. Straight Black Pride. And so Straight Black Pride had a cookout at the Oxon Park. And Brother Irv, who was in Baltimore, lives in Baltimore, he went, and him and Brother uh, Irritated Genie, Brother Kamathi, talking and so forth, called me up, and I was on the phone with him. And he might come on after 12. Let's hope that happens. Be great to talk with Brother Irritated Genie or Brother Ayo Kamathi. And what's happening? August 20th. If one examines the earliest histories of a race, one can draw insightful parallels between how they developed and how they currently function in society. Ayo Kamathi, irritated genie. Homosexuality has its origins in the forsaken, glacier-bound, inhospitable communities where Europeans evolved for many hundreds of generations. It developed as an aggressive reaction to the, in, to the territorial demands of a psychologically exaggerated hierarchical mind in the midst of extreme scarcity. It originated because of the need to establish an understood human order within a society where all interpersonal disputes were resolved violently in favor of those most physically powerful. What is the worst thing you can do to a people who you need in your gang without dis disturbing their physical capabilities for hunting was a pack activity for those cave dwellers. 
to firmly psychologically establish a hierarchy based on raw, aggressive brawn? How can you openly demonstrate unquestionable dominance in close quarters? The answer? Wanton homosexual rape. In the European's mind, the penis is the most lethal weapon. With it, he beats his woman, children, and other men into submission. He uses it like a cattle prod, has a painful threat, has an instrument of control. Such behavior fits a sadistic psyche, psyche of control, intimidation, manipulation, dominance of others through the administration of pain. It is his greatest weapon because violating another person's most personal space is to absolutely control him or her. Affirm, I see the historical pattern of insanity have been redefined as sane. Affirm, I see that the historical pattern of insanity has been redefined as sane. August 21st. In times of danger, the man is the first to rise up to confront whatever the perceived danger or threat is. In times of danger, the man is the first to raise up to confront whatever perceived danger or threat that there is. Anthony Ibrahim Dancor. This is not traditional African society. I repeat. This, brothers and sisters, what we are in, this is not even close to traditional African society. No, this society is anti-African. And because it is not, many of our sisters have been forced to the inevitable position of having to rear our children without their fathers, leaving them increasingly exposed to the manipulation and violence of a racist institutions and predatory males. This situation calls for strategies which involve compensatory roles by conscious brothers. In particular, it calls for brothers to become even stronger examples of manhood throughout the community. It demands that we aggressively embrace the duty of being husbands to sisters without spouses and fathers to children without assuming that this responsibility comes with the right to sexual access. Accepting this responsibility requires the commitment of strong men who honor the sanctity of the African family and who do not see this opportunity to do good as a chance to exploit the members of our community. Ashe, affirm, I take responsibility for ensuring the sanctity of African families. I take responsibility for ensuring the sanctity of African families. Brothers and sisters, the Enya, Sasim, of daily revolutionary thought. Yeah, family. Hope everything is well with you today. Hope you're going to have a good day today. I uh, don't have any one particular, um, you know, but I do have. I always have this I'm going to be playing. And, of course, going to contact Brother Patrick Lumumba to get him on the program, but once again, announcing this.
violence coming. This is to be Black Liberation Movement. Elmer Geronimo Pratt Gun Club presents the 7th Annual Black Liberation Movement Building Power Summit 2023. Building Power Summit, free the land, undivide, and reclaim. September 15th to the 17th, Jackson, Mississippi at the historic Black Tougaloo College. Portions of the conference to be aired on Time for an Awakening Media, Black Talk Radio Network. Calling all serious black power organizations, revolutionaries, organizers to attend this divine experience. For more information, contact Brother Patrick Lumumba, 662-560-5434. Sister Crystal Denise, 405-361-4751. And Brother Nick Bezel, 512-364-0050. That's the 7th Annual Black Liberation Movement Building Power Summit 2023. Right on, me and Brother Kwaku, and hopefully maybe some others will be talking about going to the summit in Jackson, Mississippi, weekend of the 16th of September, and uh, hope you're able to join us, yeah, I'll play that again later. Um, Brother Lusk, who I also want to go because uh, we're just shooting right across Alabama from Atlanta, go across Alabama, and then you in Mississippi kind of shoot down, go kind of like uh, southwest, and we get to Jackson. And hopefully maybe he can uh, ride along with us, Brother brother Lusk, Brother Ted Lusk. And he's always sitting on good stuff. And you've heard him. He calls in. He's a avid listener and been that way for years so and of course he was listening to Dr. Rogers and listening to Elliot and uh, Brother Richard so he's been listening to Time for an Awakening for many years and appreciate Brother Brother Lusk so he sent me this he sent me this uh, Pan-Africanism Haiti, Africa and us against empire resisting Africans anywhere serving as proxies for imperialism. Resisting Africans anywhere as serving as proxies for imperialism. Thyblackman.com Each August, you know, August is the month of resistance for our people. Coming to a close, it's Black August, you know. Yeah. This month of memory and making of heightened, excuse me, family, we inevitably and unavoidably turn toward Haiti in rightful remembrance and homage. We rightfully remember, raise up and reflect on this glorious history of waging and winning a revolutionary and world-transforming liberation struggle. As we also rise up and recommit ourselves to its centuries-old current and ongoing struggle to regain its brutally interrupted freedom and to develop and flourish on its own time and space. Indeed, we are so indeed we support the right of the Haitian people to be free, self-determining and sovereign. Know that African freedom is in, indivisible and that hate and that Haiti's historic revolution and liberation struggle was a decisive blow for us and victory for African and human freedom in the world. And we also know 
that the inevitable victory of the Haitian people against occupation and oppression will be shared victory, a shared gain and good for Haiti, Africa, us, and Africans everywhere, and, in, and for humanity as a whole. It is thus a ominous irony of history that two African countries, Kenya and Rwanda, have volunteered to serve as harrowing and handmaidens, pretentious proxies for imperialist interests and forces in Haiti in their continuing occupation, exploitation, plunder, and oppression of Haiti and the Haitian people. That little diagram on the page of the map of Africa and uh, all of the things that the continent has. I think I saved that piece about Africa. Let me hope I have saved it, you know, but I'll go to it in a minute after I read this article. Pan-Africanism. Africa is the most resource-rich landmass on the face of the earth. I've said this a thousand times, and I'll say it a thousand more. In fact, that's what I'm going to try to find for you. Just a verification, substantiation of the riches of the African continent. In fact, I've seen some very, very quickly, family. Um, Australia is a continent. They label it a continent. Europe, family, is not a continent, damn it. Okay? Europe is not a, but that is the arrogance of Europeans. That's how arrogant their ass is. You know, so they use the Caucasus Mountains as a dividing line, and so west of the west of the, that uh, dividing line is the European continent. <laughs> yeah, right, because to the east of that is Asia. Europe is Western Asia. That's all that shit is. But Australia is moving northward, seven centimeters a year, and has been moving northward from some. For some time, you know, and so uh, it looks like that thing is going to clash, you know, with um, let me see who that's going. They didn't say anything about New Zealand, which of course is right uh, south. East below uh, them didn't say anything about that, but uh, so as it moves northward, it'll cr- crash right into Indonesia, and all those islands. It'll clash into uh, Papua New Guinea, yeah, East uh, Timor. Yeah, all the little smaller islands. Yeah, little smaller islands, and all of uh, Indonesia. Yeah, <laughs> it's moving. Africa's not. Africa is the base of the landmass. You've heard of um, Pangea. 
supposedly the big, huge landmass before uh, things started breaking apart. And when you look at uh, uh, a, a map, a world map, and you look at the United States and you look at uh, South America and you look at other places around and you can see where how they could fit when you move it all in. Africa being the center, you can see how it fit into that. Yeah. Yeah, Africa's the center. Africa's land is solid. The entire global economic system, capitalism, imperialism, depends on the exploitation of Africa. Remember I said to you, talked to you about going to YouTube and pulling up that cracker. How Nicholas, how Nicholas, when he talks about Africa must remain poor, we must be able to uh, exploit Africa. Africa must never manufacture anything on its own. Africa must just be poor and just give them and give us their riches. Everywhere African people exist, we are oppressed, even in our own continent. Liberating Africa advances the liberation of African people. Ashe. Not satisfied with hiding behind the UN mask. Um, okay, okay, okay. I agree with you. <laughs> not satisfied with hiding behind the UN mask of humanitarian intervention. The United States, France, Canada, and other members of the so-called core group that ruthlessly rule Haiti under various skies have now proposed that African countries lend a black face, offer black bodies and boots on the ground for their imperial project in and against Haiti. And Kenya and Rwanda have said they will pay, that they will play this self-degrading and oppressive role. Oh, God. Kenya and Rwanda have, have said that they will play this self-degrading and oppressive role. It is clearly the sinister role of mercenary, hired proxies paid with a pittance of salaries for soldiers. This call may be recorded or transcribed. For soldiers turn harlings and favors and funds for the leaders and elites of the two countries still shamelessly tied to the umbilical cord of colonialism, imperialism, and European Caucasian extremism, racism, and privilege white supremacy yeah let us be clear about what's taking place in spite of attempts to disguise deceive and disarm us in our righteous resistance to propose proxy imperialist project has Nana Haji Malcolm taught us Hodge <laughs> As Nana Hodge Malcolm taught us in his discussion of so-called humanitarian missions in the Congo during its independent struggle. It is a way of imperialism to use words like this and to mass murder and oppression. Thus, Haiti does not need to be saved from itself, 
but it needs to be liberated from the U.S. and its so-called conspirators and crime partners, the core group, the predatory corporations and oligarchs and social elites bound to imperialist interests. That's what needs to happen, family. Whatever nickname we give it, occupation is an evil, brutal, and murderous and immoral policy and practice. And thus, it can never be humane or humanitarian. It is a merciless, massive, and sustained policy and practice of violence against vulnerable people. Not only do we have the impressive and instructive evidence of this history, but also current and compelling evidence of occupation in place with their savage and sustained suppression of people, their racial and religious self-righteousness, and their apartheid walls and ways of oppressing and dehumanizing the people. Indeed, whatever aid that comes with bullets, bombs, rifle butts, routine raids to terrorize and repress, and with cold-blooded killers called armies, assassin, police, special forces, interrogators, and torturers, resource robbers, and predators of every kind. Let us not forget this country's history of occupation of Haiti. First in 1950 to 1934, 21 years, 19 years. And then in 2004 until now. In 1950, the U.S. invaded Haiti, seized its gold reserves, its finances, banking industry, and farming, imposing a, a semi-enslavement labor system. They rewrote the Constitution and made land theft available to them, censored the press, introduced racist and Jim Crow policies and practices, and ruthlessly hunted down, imprisoned, tortured, killed, and suppressed Haitian leaders and the Haitian people who resisted. And in, 19, and in 2004, the U.S. began its second occupation of Haiti and overthrew and kidnapped the first and only democratically elected leader of Haiti, President Jean Bestard Aristide, taking him to the Central African Republic for some unknown fate. He was rescued and aided in receiving political asylum from South Africa by attorney Randall Robinson and Congresswoman Maxine Waters. And he returned to Haiti in 2011 to continue the liberation struggle. Since 2004, the U.S., under every administration, has written roughshod over the rights and lives of Haitian people. They have routinely denied Haiti's the rights to seek asylum, deported them in massive numbers, attacked and racially mistreated them at the border, and continues to rule them with an iron racist hand, outlawing people and parties that oppose them, sponsoring and letting run wild against the people, the armed paramilitary groups that they arm and allow them to be armed against the people. And of course, the gangs within Haiti. Moreover, they are they are robbing the country of its natural resources, imposing a poverty on it it should not have been, and that's a fact. The poverty on it should not have 
if the people were allowed to benefit from their own natural riches, such as the bauxite, copper, gold, natural gas, and the abundance of oil. Again, we have here a brutal and brutalizing violent and denial of all self-determination and sovereignty of the Haitian people, their natural right to be free and independent, to deliberate together and make critical decisions about their destiny and daily lives, and sending and sending continental African military troops or getting Vice President Kamala Harris and House Minority Leader Hakeem Jeffries or, or Kariba Khan to co-sign this proposed enrichment of occupation and oppression of the Haitian people does not add legitimacy to an illegitimate and immoral project, propping up puppets to pretend Haitians are in control, providing security for the predatory corporations and others to continue their, their, their plunder and predation of their plunder and to increase police power to terrorize and suppress the people is not humane. Humanitarian path to rebuilding Haiti and serving the needs of the people, indeed, it only increases the impoverishment, the disempowerment, and extreme suffering of the people. Continue occupation and corruption and the expansion of organized crime at the street level and the level of international crime, imperialist enterprise. Kenya, so so Kenya and Rwanda gonna get some money from the West so they can go. This is crazy, y'all. Even on the kind of, you know, we have to. <sighs> what popped to my head just now, family, was the Bangdong Conference, a true Pan African Conference. The Caucasian was not allowed at the meeting. Hearing uh, El Haj Malik El Shabazz, Brother Omawali, Malcolm X talk about it, it, its success was predicated on the fact that we had cultural privacy. We had the ability, and, and, and if anybody in that group was known to be, they were out. They were outed. No. That was strictly us. Strictly us. Yeah, we're going to take a break, family. When we come back from the break, we'll talk about more. We'll talk about things that happened this weekend. Uh, the straight black pride in Baltimore. The Pan-African Marcus Garvey celebration. The, uh, the, the, the High Museum, where my good brother, Dr. Heru, a presentation and many of us walked through the high museum to look at the artwork and the artifacts basic artifacts that um, that they have and what has become clear to me what has become definitely clear to me is the documentary great pyramid k 2019 Brothers and sisters, that artwork was done not by somebody with a chisel and a hammer and a, and, and, a, and, 
and some sculpting. No, that artwork was done by molds. If you keep pumping out the same piece and it looks the same all the time, and they did, and they do. There's nothing uniquely different between one between the other. They were done by pouring into a mold, whether it was granite, dolerite, or um, limestone. Pouring it into a mold, letting it harden, or in the case of, of Tekken's, Pouring it in, and before it hardens, putting the um, medu nature on it, writing the medu nature on it. To me, it becomes clear. Brothers and sisters, you're listening to African Perspectives here on the Motherland Media Network on timeforanawakening.com and blacktalkradionetwork.com. We're going to take a break. When we come back from that break, um, we're going to have more conversation. And, of course, you join this conversation by dialing 215-490-9832, 215-490-9832. Brothers and sisters, you're listening to African Perspectives. You are listening to African Perspectives with host Brother Oshie. On time for an awakening media, part of the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasting or live program scheduling, hit them up at timeforanawakening at gmail.com.
You are listening to Time for an Awakening Media, part of the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasts or live programming, hit them up at timeforanawakening.com. Welcome back, brothers and sisters. Once again, you're listening to African Perspectives here on the Motherland Media Network on timeforanawakening.com and blacktalkradionetwork.com. A few things uh, before we continue. Um, the event that was held this Saturday at the High Museum is going to be there again next Saturday, uh, talking with Dr. Heru, and um, hopefully get a better uh, response. I mean, it wasn't bad. We got a number of brothers and sisters there, and they made an outstanding presentation. They went up and looked at the um, exhibit, <coughs> and as I said to you, to me, the exhibit confirms in terms of uh, that the things that were made and not done through a sculpture was done through molds. Anyway, so that's going to be this Saturday, uh, once again, this Saturday, and more on that with the bro- with Dr. Heru. Uh, also, too, this Saturday at the Mount, at the uh, Marcus Garvey celebration, um, Brother Dr. Umar Ifantunde uh, did an outstanding presentation, as he always does, and of course talked about the school and so forth. And we'd love to see it really materialize, believe me. And um, and Raz uh, Muhammad was there. I didn't get a chance to listen to his presentation, unfortunately, but I've heard him many times. He's, uh, he's good. He's really good. And uh, uh, this weekend, a dear friend, a brother who I've admired since I was a kid. In fact, he was literally, he was my idol. This brother was a hell of an athlete. Went to a different school, a couple years older. His name was Ellis Turntine. Shinny, we called him Shinny. And he he passed away a couple days ago. Saw it on Facebook, didn't know it. Saw it on Facebook, called his brother. His brother didn't know. He's like a half-brother who I grew up with and went to school with. And we're friends today. We've been good friends for many years. In fact, when he lived in Vegas, went out to Vegas a couple of times to visit him. And um, and I saw him when I went to Milwaukee last week. You know, But when I saw that his shimmy had passed, man, I was, wow. One thing I remember, aside from watching him play ball, this was a good memory here, though. Not good for my school. I went to Rufus King High School. Rufus King, uh, Rufus King was a general in the Civil War. That's why the, the team is called the Generals. He general in the Civil War, so it was the King High School. So, not to be mistaken with uh, MLK. And um, in the game against Lincoln, and Lincoln, at that time, coached by a legendary individual named Jim Smallins. Uh, won the state championship a few times with some great players. In fact, if some of you may know, downtown Freddie Brown played at uh, Lincoln, went to Iowa, and played for the Supersonics, and they won the championship in 78 or 79, I think. I think they won 79. They played the, the Bullets two straight years. The Bullets, and Bullets won one, and they won one. Freddie Brown, downtown Freddie Brown. In fact, if the three-point con- if the three-point line would have been in back then, <laughs> man, I'm serious. Him and 
Shimmy. They had that kind of range. In fact, they used to say about Shimmy, if he's in the parking lot, he's in range. I mean, so this one game against King and winding down, and it was, we were down by, I think it was, I think it was tied. And right seconds left, man, he stepped across at, at half court. And he didn't heave it. He didn't chunk it. He didn't throw it. He shot his jumper because that's how strong his wrists were. Just like Hank Aaron. Hank Aaron was not a big dude, but he had a quick bat and he had strong wrists. That's why he was the home run king all that time until Barry Bonds broke it. Had strong wrists and so did Shimmy. I mean, just bam. And it just, (laughs) he hit that clean too, brother. Believe me. And so what I always remember, you know, and I told him how much when I've seen him on the court when he played at uh, at, over at um, Malcolm X People's Park, as we called it, in the cage. They had some baskets in this. Used to be a tennis court, but nobody played tennis in the neighborhood. At least at that time in the 60s. You know, it was basketball. And uh, so I was working. I was working in a foundry. I was making molds, dirty job. Working second shift. And sometimes we get out early on Friday. And man, we got early that Friday. Took a quick shower. Man, made it to the favorite watering hole, Tehran's Tropical Hut, Fifth and Locust. My boy Shimmy was there, me and him talked, and we shared a joint. That's right. Yeah. I'll never forget it, man, like it was yesterday. Man. And we always had love for each other, from not just before that time, but even before then, because he knew how I felt about him. He was going blind. The latter part of his years, and I'm not sure what he died from. Or just I know he was ill. Family, a couple of pictures that I seen, he was ill. But he was a hell of an athlete and a real good brother. My boy, Shimmy. <sighs> um, you know, uh, if you know me, you've heard this program. I'm a, a staunch Pan-Africanist, and that what does, what does that mean? That means everything African. I'm down with independence, self-determination, liberation, and sovereignty for African people. The, 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 the model for this program is Pan-Africanism or perish, unify or die. I ain't talking about no coalitions. I ain't talking about no integration. I ain't talking about no assimilation. I ain't talking about none of that shit. I'm talking about Africans doing for Africa. Africa for Africans at home and abroad. I'm talking about Africa. I'm talking about Marcus Garvey. That's why Marcus Garvey is so important. And there's still Europeans all up in Africa today. I'm going to play a little bit. I'm kind of torn. I really don't want to play some of this, but I'm going to play a little bit of this bull. This is Macron apologizing to African countries for the, the continued colonization. And it continues. So 
when you these words ain't about shit. And 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 in days, weeks, and months, and years from now, they'll still won't be about shit because ain't shit gonna get done. But this is Macron apologizing to Africa. Dear distinguished delegates, I stand before you today, April 30th, 2023, as the President of the French Republic to express my deepest apologies to the African nations and peoples who were affected by France's colonial past. We recognize the harm and damage caused by our actions, and we are committed to making amends for the wrongs committed during that period. To the people of Algeria, I apologize for the harm caused by our colonization. We acknowledge the historical injustices committed during that period, as well as the pain and trauma that we continue to cause. We pledge to work towards healing and reconciliation with the Algerian people and to foster a new relationship based on mutual respect and understanding. To the people of Benin, we deeply regret the harm caused by France's abhorrent actions. We acknowledge the exploitation of your resources and culture and the deep scars left by colonialism. We apologize for the damage done and commit to working towards a new relationship with the people of Benin based on absolute respect. To the people of Burkina Faso, we apologize for the harm caused by France's repugnant colonization. We acknowledge the exploitation of your resources and culture and the deep scars left behind by our evil deeds. We pledge to work towards atonement because words alone is not enough. To the people of Cameroon, we express our deepest apologies for the generational harm caused by France's atrocious actions. We acknowledge the exploitation of your resources and culture and the cruelty you experienced through colonialism. We seek forgiveness not only in words, but also through the actions we take in the future. To the people of Central African Republic, we express our deepest apologies for the lack of human rights resulting from France's sickening participation. We acknowledge the exploitation of your resources and culture and the unforgivable treatment you endured through colonialism. We apologize for the damage done and commit to working towards a new relationship with the people of Central African Republic based on cooperation. To the people of Chad, we apologize for the devastation caused by France's brutal colonization. We take responsibility for the exploitation of your resources and culture and the draconian treatment you endured through colonialism. We apologize for the damage done and commit to working towards a new relationship with the people of Chad based on respect. To the people of Comoros, we apologize for the callous disregard of your rights during France's hideous colonization. We acknowledge the exploitation of your resources and culture and the devilish treatment you endured through colonialism. We apologize for the damage done and commit to working towards a new relationship with the people of Comoros based on respect. 
To the people of Côte d'Ivoire, we deeply regret the harm caused by France's inhumane acts of colonization. We acknowledge the exploitation and horror you endured through colonialism. We apologize for the damage done and commit to working towards a new relationship with the people of Côte d'Ivoire, based on absolute respect. To the people of Djibouti, we apologize for the harm caused by France's despicable colonization of your country. We acknowledge the exploitation of your resources and culture, and the ugly scars left by colonialism. We pledge to work towards healing and reconciliation with the people of Djibouti and to fostering a new relationship based on mutual respect and cooperation. To the people of Guinea, I apologize for the devastation caused by our barbaric colonization. We acknowledge the historical injustices committed during that period, as well as the pain and trauma that we continue to cause. We pledge to work towards healing and reconciliation with the people of Guinea and to foster a new relationship based on mutual respect and understanding. To the people of Madagascar, we deeply regret the harm caused by France's abhorrent actions. We acknowledge the exploitation of your resources and culture and the festering scars left by colonialism. We apologize for the damage done and commit to working towards a new relationship with the people of Madagascar based on absolute respect. To the people of Mali, we apologize for the injustices caused by France's repugnant colonization. We acknowledge the exploitation... I apologize. I apologize. I'd rather accept this apology than that bullshit. Because that's not going to happen. Our next guest is really, really, really a spectacular individual. And he's real smooth to him, taking lessons from him. You know, when you get, when you get older, you want to be like a cat like this. It's my great pleasure to introduce Chicago's very own Oscar Brown Jr. for being black for all I am plus all I lack please sir please ma'am give me some slack cause I apologize I apologize for being poor for being sick and tired and so since I ain't slick don't know the scope I do apologize I apologize because I bear resemblance most black people share thick lips flat nose and nappy hair yes I apologize I apologize for how I look for all the lows and blows I took on those Lord knows I'd close the book as I 
apologize. I apologize for all I gave, for letting you make me your slave and go into my early grave. Yes, I apologize. I apologize for being caught, for being sold, for being bought, while being told I count for naught. Yeah, I apologize. I apologize for all I've done, for all my toil out in the sun. Don't want to spoil your righteous fun, so I apologize. I apologize and curse my kind for being fooled, for being blind, for being ruled and in your bind. Yes, I apologize. I apologize and curse my fate for being slow, for being late, because I know it's me you hate. Why not apologize? I apologize and tip my hat, because you so rich and free and fat. Son of a bitch, that's where it's at. And I apologize. Apologize. <laughs> you heard Macron. I didn't believe a damn word he said. All those countries, I think, I think at least he named about ten countries in Africa that France has exploited. France is a shithole country if it was not for Africa. If it was not for the exploitation of Africa's resources. Europe, period, Belgium, all of them. No resources there. England, all the gold they have, everything that they have is stolen. It's grafted, stolen. Thieves. I tell you, family, only way it stops is that we stop it. That we have the courage in our minds and our hearts to come together to stop it. And the only way that happens through African unity. African unity. Africans of Kenya and Rwanda, no, don't go to Haiti. No. Whatever the hell uh, uh, France and England and the United States has offered to hell with that. Don't go. African countries, go to the AU or whatever the hell it is and demand that we have real functional unity as, as of right now. Right now. We work on whatever superficial or, or weak-ass divisions that we have amongst ourselves to unify, to control our land, to control our resources. Right now, I'm telling you, family, now's the time. Now's the time. We're going to open up the phone lines, family, so you can give us your African perspective on some of the things that we've talked about. 443. 443, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Baba Oshi. <clears throat> thank you for taking my call. The show is fantastic. Oh, man, uh, thank just, you, brother. Just, 
Oh, no, thank you. I want to give you an update on the uh, Straight Black Pride. I, I attended that with uh, Irritated Genie and um, and all the others that came. There were there were there were there were quite a few people there. It was very interesting to be in the presence of people of like mind, people who understand that they're they're from Africa, that that they may not be in Africa, but Africa's in them. Um, yes, and a lot of people had on their African wear their clothing that um that showed that they were connected to the motherland and we do have a homeland just as every other culture does and the, the conversations were priceless uh that you get when you attend these types of functions uh there was no you didn't hear no n words you didn't hear no b words you didn't hear uh, uh there was no there was no argument there was we were able to agree to disagree we were able to talk to one another and not at one another uh, we all know who the enemy was and who the enemy is. So we were able to to put that in perspective and go on and have a a, a, a meeting of, of minds, a cultural meeting where we, the women got up and apologized to the men, and the men got up and apologized to the women. I say, and uh, it was it was oh yeah. it was it, it, publicly, and it, that yeah. was very interesting because you yeah. know how powerful words are. Yeah. Because uh, you know during libations you understand that we connect with our ancestors mm-hmm. spiritually. Right. And that's a personal thing. It may be done publicly, but it's really personal and for me. Mm-hmm. And so it was it was fantastic. They're going to protest today. Uh I, I don't have the flyer in front of me, mm-hmm. but it was uh it was very it was very interesting. I had a ball, man. But I listened to this brother from France speaking that you just had on. But I didn't I heard what he said, but I heard what he didn't say. He never said he was going to make it right. Yeah. He never said right. he was going to make I it. I apologize. Oh, never. That's it. I never. Apologize. I'm not going to give you restitution. I'm not going to make it no. right financially. No. I apologize. I'm just just accept just my damn apology. Accept my words and let's move on. And basically, we're going to continue on with the same shit. Yeah. Right. Right. No, he never. And so by, by doing by doing that, he's on the same vein as the as the country that we live in. Mm-hmm. Uh, we 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 know what we did. Uh, right. some, I know we suffer from cognitive dissonance, but we, we, we're not even going to teach about it no more. Mm-hmm. But we said we were sorry. What more do you want? Right. Okay. Well, let me. Well, here, here's a piece of paper. I wrote down what I want. Mm-hmm. I want to be repaired, and that turns into the same word as reparation, right. like other cultures have gotten. This ain't something new. It's not something that you can't do. But when it comes to black people, uh, American Africans. We can't. We don't have that much money, right? And 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 I say, like I tell the guy that that owes me um, that owes me a hundred dollars. You ain't got the whole hundred. Well, just well, give me fifty, and mm-hmm. you can give me the other fifty later. Right, right. But do, right. but don't don't give me an apology because I can't do anything with that. Right. And I can't pass not. that on to my children. You know the white people apologize to you. They don't. That does that does nothing for me. But no, brother, that was interesting that you played that. Mm-hmm. And and you also backed it up before that with uh, with what they're doing to Haiti, right. what Urugu's doing to Haiti. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying they anymore because now we got to use pronouns. Well, I'm going to use the pronouns that, that are appropriate for Urugu and not they. It ain't they. It, it's the people that are pushing the buttons. It's the system that's being run by the folks so who are keeping that. the system mm-hmm. running. So let's say what it is. Yeah. And and so um, so people understand that if we're not going to say it again. Go, go ahead, go ahead. Mm-hmm. No, if you're not going to teach, if you're not going to teach the history, the, the my history, 
and, and, and history to me is just a bunch. History mm. to white folks is all us white folks got in the room. We agreed on what lie we're going to say. Yeah. That's all that is to them. Mm-hmm. That's their history. And, brother, when you said, and I'm going to stop after this, you said something about a mole when it comes to the pyramids. Right. You gotta, that has to have validity because the pyramids are so precise. Yeah. They're so, they're, they're, the yes. pyramids are in the exact place they have to be. They're at the exact height they have to be. The, the exact circumference they have to be to line up with yeah. the stars. Yeah. So how do you, who does that? How yeah. smart are yeah. you to do that? And then you look and you, and you, and then you know it's the, and to me, I know it's the truth because you look at black people, even in our condition, we still rise. How do you do that? How do you not have a daddy at home? You still go to the white man's school and learn his his education better than him. How do you learn from y'all can't read to now we can read? How do you do that? Because we are a people that are not going anywhere. We are the first people, and, and we will be the last. And the white folks even wrote it down. The meek shall inherit the earth. We've already inherited it. And it's not just about the earth for me, Baba Oshie. It's the universe. We have to we have to fit into the universe, and I don't mean fit in where we get in. We need to fit in where we're supposed to be, because everybody has a. And the thing about Arugu, he doesn't want to play his position. He wants mm-hmm. to play everybody's position. Right. And you can't. You're not. You you can't. You can't be the quarterback and the receiver. You want to throw the ball and catch it. You can't do that. And once we get it in our minds as a people that we can do for ourselves. We can start a league. We can start a, a – and, and you may not like Ice Cube, but he started a three-on-three league. He's the only yeah. American-African that owns a, a professional league, a professional basketball league in the world. And if I'm lying, tell me another one. Nah, you're right. Who owns it? I don't mean part owner. I don't mean maybe, you know, I got 1,000%. Okay, Jay-Z, big deal. But he owns a, a black basketball league. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we and we are not as a people because we're not cohesive running to that to get there as fast as we can. Yeah. Because we sat here and watched Brands Ricky dismantle the Negro oh, League. Oh man, I tell you. We watched him of, dismantle. A lot of jobs gone. Listen, Come on I, now. I got I got a call. I'm gonna go, take go, this go, call. Go 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 go. And Bye, so well, you know I'm I'm cooperating. Go ahead, brother. <laughs> All right, dear brother. Peace. <laughs> All right. Two hundred two two hundred two. Good afternoon. 202, 202, good afternoon. Good afternoon. It's Irritated Genie. Hey, my brother. How are you, sir? I'm doing fantastic. Good. Fantastic. Good. Thank you for joining me. I apologize for having you hold on. I was playing a number of things, and, and I went to, I didn't recognize the number, but now I got it. I got it, my brother. And yes. I'm, acknowledge that from going, uh, uh, moving forward. Uh, so how did it go? My brother gave me a little, uh, Brother Irv. It gave me his perspective on how it went this past weekend. How did you feel it went with uh, Straight Black Pride cookout at Oxon? Uh, it, 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 it was fantastic. You know, it's our ninth year anniversary. Uh, traditionally, we have, you know, a big setting and a big venue. But ever since, you know, the, uh, the pandemic, you know, we've kind of done it a little differently. So this year, we just did it in the park with a little cookout. And it was wonderful. And the thing that I thought was so beautiful, we had the women. Apologize to the men. 
because a lot of our brothers are dealing with pain from abuse that they receive from black women, whether it's physical or more, usually it's more emotional. Yes, yeah. right. Uh, just, you know, the, the beat yeah. down of the man. Exactly. Man, jumping in on board with exactly. the others. But then the men turned around, and the men apologized for black women for not for even allowing this situation to exist. Right so on. to have these conversations. Oh, it's yeah. beautiful, you know, it's beautiful. Well, we're doing some apologizing, I tell you. I, I, I don't know if you heard I played, <laughs> I played Macron apologizing to all these African countries, you know, and that reminded me of Oscar Brown Jr.'s poem, I apologize for being black. <laughs> all this apology- yeah, I, I thought um, when, I, when I was hearing it, but I thought, of, I thought of two things. First, I heard you when you were talking about uh, Kenya having a nerve and the audacity to be used as mercenaries to go into Haiti. Uh, Haiti. Yeah, yeah. And I say, you know, you know, when certain groups take over the leadership in this country, all of the rules go out the door. We remember the Monroe Doctrine. Yes. Monroe Doctrine says no country outside of the West can intercede in anything on the whole Western Hemisphere. Mm-hmm. But now we actually think that a black nation has some power to come in to intercede something. Hey, they didn't come when they blew up those levees in New Orleans. Uh, Kenya wasn't here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they didn't come to service the interests of African people. So this is just uh, more of the same old racial treason. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm something going off on a different tangent, but I, I was listening to what you were saying. Right. And it's important. we we got to start taking our position as black men in leadership and rulership. we got to start dealing with these race traders, man. They're causing yeah. havoc in the black community. Yeah. And that's worldwide. I mean, yeah. anything for a dollar bill, they won't give dollar bills to people like you who are out here giving great information to our people. They won't give a dollar bill straight black pride to trying to preserve the race by keeping black men with black women. They don't give money for that. But like you know, because you were there with me when we mm-hmm. were up in Baltimore. Right. They'll give money to push the LGBT. Uh, mm-hmm. They'll accept money. Exactly. From open society and these other groups to betray the interests of our people. We got to start doing something about these race traders. Yeah, well, we got to call them out. That's the thing. We got to call them out and not feel bad because it's a hindrance to our progression for liberation, self-determination and sovereignty. It's a hindrance. And, 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 and to me, for those who show themselves to be such, to me, you're out of our community. You're out. You have no place. You have no say because you have proven to be a traitor. You have proven to be somebody who works with our enemies. And so, therefore, you are also are an enemy you know and that's our problem we're afraid to separate that you know and 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 we're afraid to acknowledge the hurt that we have caused and to apologize for it that's why i appreciate and applaud for what you did or for or what happened yesterday yesterday at the uh, cookout you know because a lot of damage has been done uh internally with men and women a lot of damage in, in fact, can when you, I, can I, can I, sure, sure, go ahead. Yes. I want to jump in here and I only and just hit my spirit. I want to say this. I don't know if the people know or not. And I hope you don't mind me saying no, no, please. I go ahead. what I saw from you. We were in Baltimore and I had already presumed that this thing was about trying to push against the African nations that were pushing against the LGBT. They said we're going to hold our culture. I thought that's what it was, but I said, let me go and check it out. Mm-hmm. I asked them a question the first night where they definitively, Ron Daniels and the four other, his whole choir, every single one of them took a position that they're going to defend LGBT 
European pushed on African people in Africa and in America. So the next day, when we had a chance to uh, speak, the Baba wasn't even in the room when it went down. He didn't even hear when it happened. But they started talking about doing libations and left and talking about all the women freedom fighters, didn't mention one man. Clearly throwing manhood and black manhood under the bus trying to separate. So I stood up and said something, and he came in. I didn't even see him come in. The only person, that there were some people that came up to defend him. After we talked, some of the sisters came up and said, we got your back, brother. But the person who verbally, vocally jumped in, when I took a position that you cannot push this LGBT over and above the black man and black woman, you're crazy. You're not taking no microphone from me. The person that jumped up in the room and showed pure, unadulterated manhood, we're missing that these days. Baba Oshie is. I want everybody out here to hear it. I'm telling you, that was manhood. Because he didn't have to do it. I didn't ask anybody to jump in. I was taking my position, but he's a man. When another black man takes a position that's righteous for our people, other black men stand up. That's I say. I say. I had to, brother. I'm telling everybody out there. Man, I had to. I had to defend you. I would not allow them to do what they were trying to do to you in, in, with this homosexual onslaught on who you are and your character. I, you know, so I, I had to say something, you know, and I had to defend you and uh, not shame. Oh, hell no. I'm, I felt good about it because that's we need. We need family. We need a black man and a black woman with black children. We need family. The reason why our communities are so messed up is because we don't have good family life, and therefore we don't have good community life. We're just so fragmented. So, yes, brother, I stand with you. I stand with you, man. And so I I, I felt honored to do so, and I got some good feedback as well. But there were a lot uh, in, in that hall, you know, who have bought into this LBGTQSYZ bullshit. And, 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 and I'm, my contention is, if you want to be a part of our struggle for liberation, you keep that person, that's your personal life. That's your sexual life. I don't give a damn who you sleep with. But, but there is no plank in our struggle for homosexual rights. There is none. It's only yeah, about not- African liberation. I appreciate that position. I'm going to take a different one. I'm going to say it like this from my position because I ain't seen no uh, uh, punks saying for our race. I've seen punks who people would celebrate like James Baldwin who threw Nat Turner and tried to sodomize the legacy of Nat Turner. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. The siren and yeah. Him make him a homosexual. Yeah. So yeah, I, I don't Barry Rustin. Some people classifying him as a hero, but Barry Rustin was bending over every uh, uh, table he could bend over to stop real true black nationalism from existing from the time of brother garvey to the time he died he was fighting every movement that we had uh in his homosexual behavior uh even taking dr king from being in a more militant position people don't know in the beginning dr king he was never really no turn the other cheek kind of guy that wasn't really where he started he okay very rustling coming in being sent in and kind of turning them away from self-defense Martin Luther king was a very aggressive man mm-hmm Anybody that would stand up in the deep south like that against what he was facing, I'm not in agreement with his politics, but I tell you this, he's an aggressive man. And so, again, even these people like Bayard Rust and these other LGBT, none of them, as far as I know, have been truly committed to no liberation. And no real black man, truthfully, 
how can we even be comfortable on a battlefield with some dude just looking at us funny? That's that's the basis for warfare right there. I, I don't agree with none of this LGBT stuff on any level. I don't want them standing next to me. Only thing they can do is on the side, contribute, and support quietly while they get their lives together. But we're in a fight right now for our people. We got to make sure that the man, black man, knows that the black woman is his only right partner and vice versa. We got to stand firm on it. I say. I say. So if I can talk about what we're doing this evening. Yeah. Yeah, okay, okay. Well, Look. this evening, anybody that's in the Maryland area, um, you know, they've been pushing this LGBT flag in the school system, and there's been a fight going on up here in Maryland about that. And so we've decided that it's time. It's been actually mostly white Christian conservatives fighting it. But black people disagree with this behavior more than anybody, but we, our voice has been quiet. Right. So we're going today to do a rally right in front of the school board today. We call it Raising Our Flag to Protecting Black Children and Culture. It's the Straight Black Pride Movement rally. We're putting up our flags. You know, we have a flag, Straight mm. Black Pride Movement flag. I, I know that's right. RBG color. Yeah. Yes, sir. The red, black, and green of Garvey in the movement has the yellow for, you know, that's a color that we use around the world, usually talking about spirituality and rock, the sun. I see. And then we have the black family on it, the black man, black woman, and black children on the flag. And we're saying, look, anywhere that you put that other flag up around our children, we're going to be right there in your face. This is the flag. It's their culture. This is their uh, true culture and history. And this is what they're going to do. And we're going directly up against this thing. Like, right we're on. not playing around. Right we're not on. being a friend. We, you got a flag. We got a flag. Now, what are we going to do? Let's go. Mm-hmm. We're in the house. We'll be coming out there to put that flag out there today, to establish that position, and then we're going to start going into the school systems and start saying, you know, around the country, we're going to start, you know, start slow, but we're starting today uh, coming out there and doing this rally. So we're doing it at 4.30 p.m. It's at the Anne Arundel School Anne Arundel County School Board at 2644 Reva Road. That's in Annapolis, Maryland. Again, that's Anne Arundel County School Board. sense about a child three, four, five years old talking about, uh, I don't want to be a boy no more. I want to be a girl. Or I don't want to be a girl. I want to be a boy. No, hell with that. That's some influence. That's some persuasion. That's, that's, right. that's, not, that's not something this child knows on his No, that's crazy. Just like a, 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 what's that Caucasian from South Africa? Uh, Shalise Theron, Dr. Two African uh, uh, Boys and turn them into girls. She did that shit. She she put them. That's right. She did, man. She put them dresses on those young men. Man, I want to. You know, you know, you know what's interesting that you said that she's from South Africa. Here's the interesting thing. Most people don't know. We see this drag queen story out. You heard about that, right? Yes. Okay. We think that that's something that comes out of America. Is being pushed on this society. 
Guess what Drag Queen Story Hour comes out of? You tell South me. Africa. South Africa. Wow. Mm -hmm. South Africa. And guess who facilitated it? Nelson Mandela. Mm. In the 1990s, there was a transvestite named Peter Dirk Ooms. They called him Evita. A Jewish transvestite. Mm. This Jewish transvestite was popular throughout South Africa. When Nelson Mandela gets out of jail, he does interviews with this Peter Dirk Ooms mm. and all kind of photo ops and says that you are one of my heroes. Mm. He then facilitated Peter Dirk Ooms going school to school throughout South Africa doing full drag in front of children's and auditoriums. I got the videos of it. And so homosexuality and pedophilia is rampant in South Africa, worse than it is in America. Wow. I've never seen any, I've been over there. I've never seen anything like this in my life. Wow, I did man. interviews with this. Wow. Didn't know that. Nelson Mandela, yeah, Nelson Mandela opened up Drag Queen Story Hour well, through a Jewish transsexual that promoted that school to school in South Africa. Well, I knew Nelson Mandela sold out. I, I knew that. But I didn't know to the depths that he sold out, and that's even deeper. That's even deeper, man. His sellout in that regard, the reason that that was so relevant is because it was supposed to, we didn't know this at the time, and we don't know that they're trying to push this agenda. This agenda, the first country on the planet to legalize gay marriage was South Africa. That's the first country on the planet to do it. It happened in Africa. See, it just goes to show, brother. It just goes to show that, the, that, that what influence these Caucasians have wherever they are, wherever they are, what influence and, and how dominant they are in their persuasion, you know? That's why, to me, uh, I made reference to the Bang Dong Conference when Malik Shabazz said the only, thing, the only thing that was really important to remember about the Bang Dong Conference, no Caucasians, no crackers were allowed. They were not allowed at the meetings. They had no damn voice. And that's where we got to come today. They have no voice in our deliberations. Homosexuality has no voice in our deliberations. We're talking about the African family. We're talking about the African peoplehood, familyhood. Man. If I, if I could interject this too. If we're talking about what's happening in France, I heard you talking about that. Yes. What the French are doing, this is something nobody talks about because, of course, men don't talk about this. One of the standout characteristics of the French army and French culture as it relates to when they're in African regions with predominantly black people, they rape the men first. Uh, Baba mm. uh, Leila Africa talked about the French being known in military warfare. Mm. Their position is we rape the men first. Mm -hmm. Not we rape the men. We rape the men first. In other words, the breaking of the men. Yeah. If you talk about Cameroon and mm -hmm. other Francophile nations in Africa, mm -hmm. the unspoken reality of part of the reason that these brothers are so infuriated with France is that the level of molestation of boys and the rape of men and boys in those countries is something we can't even fathom in our mind how bad it is. I talked to women. Matter of fact, they contacted me. They saw me doing this work on the feminization of the black male. Black women from Sweden and Switzerland start emailing me saying, you have to do something about the French-speaking part of Cameroon. All of our men, are, they said over 50% of the men from their perspective were homosexual. And when I went and started 
talking to the brothers there. I just I, when I see them, even the ones that are here in America, and I say you from Cameroon, let me ask you straight up. Tell me, is this homosexuality and is this pedophilia and rape of the men serious? Almost invariably, they duck their heads and look down. Mm. I can see that most That's of them through it. So like it's a it's kind of a cultural reality. It's like mm-hmm. a lot of them have gone through it because they've infiltrated and implemented that as a system. In fact, I had one brother who said you can't get a job in the French speaking part of Cameroon in the federal government of Cameroon without going through a homosexual ritual. His brother was being, uh, had just, when I was speaking to him in 2016, his brother had just been given that option. Wow. So it's like, this is what the French do. And so our people want to get and push that off of themselves. So we're not just fighting just economics. It's a cultural repression. Uh, it's sick and perverse, and we have to fight it back. And we got to start talking about all of the parts of it that we want to fight back from. Yeah, we have to. Listen, I'm going to read. I want to read this. This is. The, in, the Inyasa Sim, the Inyasa Sim of daily revolutionary thought that I read every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday to kick the show off. This is Baba Baruti who put this together of daily revolutionary thought. It's yesterday, August 20th. August 20th. If one examines the earliest history of a race, one can draw insightful parallels between how they developed and how they currently function in society the irritated gene. Homosexuality has its origins in the forsaken, glacier-bound, inhospitable communities where Europeans evolved for many hundreds of generations. It developed an aggressive reaction to the territorial demands of a psychologically exaggerated hierarchical mind in the midst of extreme scarcity. It originated because of the need to establish an understood human order within a society where all interpersonal disputes were resolved violently in favor of those most physically powerful. What is the worst thing you can do to people who you need in your gang without disturbing their physical capabilities? For, like for hunting, because hunting was a pack activity for those cave dwellers. To firmly psychologically establish a hierarchy based on raw, aggressive brawn? How can you openly demonstrate unquestionable dominance in closed quarters? The answer? Wanton homosexual rape. In the European male's mind, the penis is the most lethal weapon. With it, he beats his woman, children, and others into submission. He uses it like a cattle prod, has a painful threat, and an instrument of control. Such behavior fits the distinct psyche of control, intimidation, manipulation, domination, and others through the administration of pain. It is his greatest weapon because violating another person's most personal space is to absolutely control him or her. Yeah. Baba Baruti, man. That's yesterday. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. And that was your quote. That's what I read earlier today. That's the uh, Inyasa Sim of daily, Inyasa Sim of daily revolutionary thought. Every day there's a different mm-hmm. quote and, and a narrative by Baba Baruti, man. He's supposed to have come on to program on on Friday. Unfortunately, he won't be able to make it, which is unfortunate. Cause I'm going to get that. I'm going to order that book. Uh, Please do. Send me that yeah. name of that book. I sure I'm will. There's two volumes. This is the first volume here. This is the one that you're in. There's there's two volumes. 
uh, of the Inyasa sin. I will, I'm going to text you that information, okay? I appreciate you, Bob. Oh, no doubt, brother. I appreciate you, I man. It's a pleasure. Uh, while we're still on here, we got my, we're going to take a, a couple of more minutes. We're going over a little bit. I want to get another call in, okay? I'm going to get another call in. Hello? Hello, sister. How you doing? Oh, I'm, 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 I'm blessed. Yeah, this is a really powerful uh, program today. And, uh, you know, I just wanted to say it's really, really powerful. Um, and, uh, you know, the LGBTQ, uh, uh, this, the, that, this really, a uh, a, a real problem. I went to, uh, to Dr. Umar, uh, I guess his name is in Fontana now, it used to be Umar Johnson, Dr. Umar, uh, he talked about the LGBTQ, and right. I think, uh, you know, and it's going along the lines of what we were saying too, you know, it's, it's such an assault on our people. And, you know, the, and he's saying the next level after the LGBTQ is this transgender attack. You know, they like we saying how they're trying to turn our children, uh, they're, they're trying to attack our children and to this transgender thing where to the point where it's a genocidal attack, too, because mm-hmm. like if you do the transgender surgery, yes. then a male, you know, eliminating his, his penis, you know, testicles can't make babies. The, the women take her over. She can't make babies. And right. so they're saying it's like a di- part of a diabolical plot. And that, I consider um, it genocide. His, his position was that he, he huh? said, I consider it genocide. Go ahead, sister. Yeah. And so his here. position was that, you know, it's a genocidal plot. And, it's you know, it's backed by, it's being perpetrated by the Europeans um, because uh, they really want um, pedophilia, you know. And so they they're, they're saying that if they take away if you say that it's all right for a child to decide they want their sex change, then you can say it's all right for a child okay. to say that they want to be raped or molested or have sex mm-hmm. with the European. So I, that, that was, um, you know, that was a, a real powerful, um, you know, analysis and, yeah. and uh, that, that he was making. And, you know, it was going along right with what we were saying. You know, and uh, Oprah Winfrey, she, you know, we're talking about this rampant homosexuality. Oprah Winfrey had built a school, I believe it was in South Africa. Yes. And then it had to be closed because the women was raping the girls. Mm. Do you recall that? I don't. I don't. Yeah, I, remember, I remember there was some problem. I don't know if it was women uh, who were no, after other the girl. women. The poor little girl was just staying in the bed crying because she was getting raped by, you know, these teachers that Oprah Winfrey was bringing over there. And uh, so it, it's really, and then uh, it, it, we, it, mm-hmm. I'm glad that we're trying to address it in our community because, like, Al Sharpton is having his uh, March on Washington uh, March uh, next Saturday. And so he's inviting the LGBTQ team. You know, he's talking about us black. You know, we always second. So we, they say we're going to have LGBTQs and black, mm-hmm. you know. And so right. um, that that's. You know, it's yeah. like, you know, they scapegoat our cause, and then we up here supporting them in, 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 in this, you know, very, um, you know, uh, you know, atrocious type of uh, phenomenon, this yeah. lifestyle that they're trying well, to Well, I, I so. hear you, sister, but I appreciate it. I know my time is up. Yeah, okay, well, I will talk to you tomorrow about that Haiti thing, too, because um, I thought that was good. But, yeah. You know, real important. Yeah, we got to talk about that, and I was going to talk about Oklahoma, because I got a, a, a message from uh, uh, my uh, brother from the National Black United Front, Brother Kofi Taharka, about the uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 
fact that the Oklahoma state government denied the last three survivors, right. all yeah, people under mm-hmm. anything, anything by way of restitution for what happened to them. Okay. So we'll talk about that too. This is great. So, yeah. Yep. All right, my sister. Okay. Well, nice program. So all right, dear. All right. Well, uh, well, well, Baba Kamathi had to, had to go. I appreciate Brother Lusk. Uh, Brother Lusk? Brother Lusk? Brother, I know it's time to go. It's time to go. I, I tuned in late today. Uh, time got by me, but we'll be uh, with you on Wednesday and Friday. Right on, Brother Lusk. And thank you for what you sent me uh, on that. I read that. That's the piece that I read that you sent me, you know. Um, yes, sir. That uh, what's, what's going on uh, yes. in, in Haiti. So once again, man, I appreciate you, dear brother. And uh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk soon. Um, Brother Irv. Of course. Brother yes, Irv, sir. Appreciate you too. Yes. All of you appreciate uh, Brother Irritated Genie, Brother Ayo Kamathi, and all the family that listens to this program. Brothers and sisters, we end this program like we end all of our programs with the words of Stephen Biko. The most potent weapon in the hands of the oppressor is the minds of the oppressed. This program is dedicated and committed to helping to free the African mind, but not just the M-I-N-D, but the M-I-N-E, because under the feet of African people lies all of the resources that everybody wants, think they can't do without, and they sure in hell don't want to pay for. Brothers and sisters, you have a blessed and wonderful day. Shem Hotep means go in peace. Isante Sana means thank you. Vivi Fahodie, Vivi Fahodie means our victorious destiny. Family, we will be victorious. Peace. Hope to see you on Wednesday.